Hello and welcome back to the Brits Top Table podcast with MasterCard. The podcast where Sideman and I leave the comfort of our homes in the Shard and travel to an undisclosed location to interview the biggest stars in music and entertainment. I was not in the Shard, sir, but that is right. It's just two guys chatting to your favourite celebs about the biggest night in British entertainment, the Brits. Today we're joined by the DJ making history as the first ever female to host the rap show on BBC Radio 1 and 1 Extra. Her signature catchphrase is no requests. So would you make some noise? Actually, don't make some noise. Actually, maybe make some noise. Anyway, it's Tiffany Carver, everyone. Hey. <laughs> Did you get it? Because I was saying I was making a request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, do, okay, do you know what? I bumped into Lewis Capaldi, which was a dream of mine. And um, he was asking me basically what my brand's called and I was like no requests and he was like oh sorry for asking and I was like you ah, so funny. he stole my joke <laughs> yeah he did it first sorry <laughs> uh, also joining us is an unofficial member of Little Mix uh, she's a songwriting mastermind writing hits for Little Mix Mabel Clean Bandit and Dua Lipa and she's been busy dress shopping as a bride to be it's Camille <laughs> can I ask you a question guys yeah um, mm-hmm. remember that show Don't Tell the Bride yes where your yeah. husband has to pick, uh, what's it called? Your husband has to pick, plan your whole wedding day. Yeah. Right? Out of Sideman and I, if you was marrying either one of us, which is, you know, there's great potential during this podcast, <laughs> who would you pick to plan your wedding? Neither of, of you. I'm sorry, neither oh, of you. Absolutely Why? not. Why? I would it never trust either of you with my wedding. I am absolutely <laughs> flabbergasted and appalled by your lack of uh, belief what venue, in our... What venue would you choose, side okay. man? Uh, my mum's house, number one. Already, what, already. To get married in? Already, it's, fair, it's a fair one. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bungalow. Does that work for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't be no. doing that. How could you ever doubt our creativity? I think no. me and Monia would plan you the most masterful, it, it, you're matrimonious... You're can I, can I say where I'd plan the wedding? Okay, go on. I've got this all planned out. I've got my proposal planned out. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you to this place in Bosnia, right? There's this, there's this beach. You've got where, enough, bro. Hang on, hang on. There's this beach where the uh, ocean perfectly reflects the sky. So it's like standing on a mirror. And they call it the place where heaven meets earth. So when I propose, my plan is, and, you know, this is me hoping that no one ever listens to this, but my plan yeah. is to take said lady there and go, this is a place where heaven meets earth. I don't know if that place exists, but you're the closest I'll ever get to it. And then give it the ring. Oh. Wet. Why Tiffany you, looks disgusted. You've been thinking about Wet. this a lot, right? Let's just rolled off your tongue. Like you've been I, thinking about listen, this all the time. Tif- Tiffany is is Switzerland, so she would never say. But I looked at her face, and her face said wet, <laughs> moist, fountain water. <laughs> Corny, cringe, cheese. Like, I saw Listen, her face. Stop reading your Tinder bio on the podcast. I told you about this. <laughs> no, but I, I, I would I would create the ultimate wedding ceremony for Tiffany. It would be so perfect. You would have uh, J Hoss would marry them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, right? That's you know sick. what I mean? That's yeah. You know what I mean, like okay. he would be he would be in black, right? Yeah. And then she would be in white, and then he would be like, came in the black one, left with the white. Which, ooh, oh, do you see what I'm saying? God. Yeah, that's and, hard. And that's just off the top of the dome. Okay. You know what I'll, okay. <laughs> okay. I I think what is fair to say that uh, Camille, it's not too late to ask me and Sideman to plan your wedding yes. to yeah. your future oh, husband. It's not happening, guys. I'm sorry. I just would okay. never trust you with anything that important. Uh, like being, a wedding. Being, 
being a th- being 29 years old now, about to head into my 30s, and I'm uh, going to going to church all my life. I have to do this. Are you, are you sure? Just blink twice if you're sure. Are you sure? Yeah. And being 18, you know, to be honest, I don't know much about this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm so, you just right literally decision. made my headphones fall off. I'm so I'm, sure. Okay, just checking. Just, okay. just remember, Love it's not response. about. So, guys, may I ask you a question before we really jump into some juicy Brits chat? Yes. Y- y- everyone's quite smiley, considering, especially Tiffany, didn't you lose your life savings in cryptocurrency last week? <laughs> <laughs> Her uh, face you know is what? not I'm with that deal. joke. <laughs> do you know what? I thought it was peak, and then I saw... My mm. hairline. <laughs> Well, no, I would never. I would never say that. No, I saw chunks and Nico and them talking about how much they've lost, and I was like, "Yeah, honest to God, yeah, they ruined my rollout. I had this whole plan to tell everybody how I lost five thousand. Because you know, you know, people only tell you what they lost to let you know how much money they have. So I had my, I had my whole five thousand pound last plan rollout. I saw chunks say two hundred and seventy six grand, and I, I, I literally sewed my lips together. Honestly, Nico lost one point something million. Yeah, it's crazy. How the hell? It's I too need much. to start a YouTube channel yeah, right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. To the podcast, because I'm not making 1.8 million. Shall we become a group, like a YouTube group like them? Ooh, yeah, yeah that'd we be could. dope. Yeah, right. that, would be, that would be sick. I'll yeah, let you, do... you guys think of the name. Maybe not a wedding, but you can think of our YouTube group name. We, we, can, we can do mukbangs, which I always thought was like something really <laughs> rude, but it's actually just people eating together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you told your mum, oh, I'd gone for a mukbang at the weekend, she'd be horrified though, wouldn't yes. she? She'd go, oh, yeah, I've, told you not. I've told you about swinging. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you in crypto, Camille? Do you know what? I... Obviously, came from finance. Like that was my first industry that I was in. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and that's why I'm not doing it because I know it will involve. And I'm like, people just be losing money too quick on that. So no, mm. I have to. I have to ask. You know, coming from finance and then now doing what you're doing now, does it feel like it was a waste of time? I feel like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I feel like my whole university like time was a bit of a waste of my time. But I love that everyone goes to university. I encourage everyone else to go. But for me, it was nah. It was nah. But if um, you don't uh, want to go, like me, yes. there's still a chance. My exactly. Yes, yes, yes. My parents begged me because they knew that I had the academic intelligence to go to uni. Yeah. But what I did not have is the temperament. Like, I do not have the patience for dissertations. Like, I'll work oh. all day on a script, on editing, but to sit there being lectured by people that I feel like I know what they're going to say anyway or don't care, it was difficult for me. You have to really mm. go and want to study what you're, what you're there to do. You have to actually really enjoy what you're studying. It just really makes just... you want to sleep. I don't know what it is about school. It's warm. <laughs> I get it's like it. the soft tones of them teaching you something you don't mm, really yeah. care about. Yeah. yeah. And oh you're just my like, God. my eyes are just closing. When your body decides it's going to sleep, no power on <laughs> heaven it. and earth can <laughs> stop that. Because even finished. me, it was so humiliating. I remember being... My university did me so dirty. You know, you've just dragged up a memory. I went to Sheffield. <laughs> I, I, I went to Sheffield to study psychology. And on my first day there... They were like, cool, you need to get 120 points to go into the next year. Your psychology degree is going to give you 60. I was like, oh, okay, so so what do I need to, to do to get into next year? They're like, you need to study another subject. Your choices are Korean history. Off you go. <laughs> I just studied- oh, my God. Korean Did you actually study? No, are Did you lying to me? It? I swear to you, I had to learn the names of 30 Korean kings. No, I'm done. Oh, my God. Just to become a psychologist. 
Why is your I, life like this? This is too I cannot funny. believe that this is true. Whenever I have patients, they're always like, you know, what should I do? And I'm like, well, you know, in the words of uh, King Henry the Seventh of Korea. <laughs> <laughs> All that oh, knowledge God. and no use for I know. it. That is but, hilarious. Um, anyway, it's too funny. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, as a DJ, have you ever been tempted to have like a DJ, uh, what do you call it? Um, what's it called? Name. Pseudonym. Yeah. Well, like a fake name. Yeah, like yeah. the carver, like the carvemeister or the beat butcher. No. <laughs> <laughs> the beat butcher is wow. I think it, sometimes in hindsight, mm. I wish I did have a name like a mm. almost like a stage name because now when people are like are you tiffany calva it's re- it reminds me of being told off as a kid and like hearing mm. my name in full mm. and yeah. it's just like that weird government name connection there that's a bit strange but i didn't think far far ahead enough well it it, it can't be any worse than hearing sideman being shouted <laughs> in the streets <laughs> we all yeah. have our different sufferings actually <laughs> I did I did this series right on YouTube with my friend Homza and he's got a large uh, Asian fan base right and mm. in that series my name is Rebecca with a K Imagine the confusion of my friends because sometimes somebody's shouting <laughs> Rebecca at me oh and they gosh. don't know they don't know why because my character believes that because it's Rebecca spelt with a K that it's a male name That's mine Yeah <laughs> I mean it just remind me of when I went through a terrible phase of calling myself King Caramel with two Ks. Oh my God. There's literally one more word away from my name being an acronym for a racist, racist white supremacy group. Okay. Oh, but you know, no. we, we, live, we live and we learn, don't you we? You called yourself King Caramel. King That's, Caramel. It's giving me stripper vibes. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Super Magic Mike vibes. Yeah. I am officially changing your name in my phone right now. <laughs> King Caramel. Oh, King dear. Caramel. So um, let's talk a little bit about. Um, you know, music in in general, because obviously, you know, the podcast and the show itself is is a celebration of music. Both of you are massively entwined in that world. Can you remember your earliest memory of a live performance? Um, because obviously that probably does something in terms of shaping your career. You know, for a lot of people, it's a big moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know if this is, I don't know if this shaped my on. career as a, a rap DJ, but... In, in Telford, you know, uh, the ice <laughs> rink. Got, when I was a kid, they converted the ice rink, which was popping, into, um, I guess, a, a concert hall for Atomic mm. Kitten. And wow. that they was were banged. Fire. I remember Atomic massive. Kitten. They were sick. They were so big. Yeah. UK's first drill off. Never looked down on Atomic Kitten. They were sick. <laughs> oh, fact. Do you know what? I get sent so many really fun remixes now like drill remixes of i got a pretty ricky drill remix the other day like i would love my oh. emails are open if anyone wants to do an atomic kitten drill mm. remix that would be everyone's just, everyone was just toxic don't they yes. they always, they always oh put my the toxic god music. yes uh, yeah the toxic one's sick mm. that, that makes sense though because toxic is one of the greatest songs of all time it is, it is. 100%. It is. you know we're very, very similar camille because from the sounds of it from what i've seen on uh, uh twitter yeah when you hear a song, you think of the music video. But I do. does does, any, does anyone hear when you're listening to music? Because I I've got to a point now I can't stop doing it. Every time I listen to a song, I'm picturing myself in the music yeah. video. Does anyone else do that? That's all I do. Yeah, you, you've been you've been doing too many parodies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to imagine yourself, especially when I'm writing for people. If I'm writing a song, mm. like I do even more. Like I'm imagining myself in their video as I'm writing mm. the song for them. It's mad. 
Yeah. What's that pro what's that process like writing a song for somebody else? It's fun. I feel like it's not even a job. I feel like I'm just like winging it and just going la 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 la. And then people go, "Oh, that's <laughs> <Yay>. cool." <laughs> no, it's so much fun honestly. Just like vibing okay. people, man. I've got I've got a question that I've got to ask both of you now. Yeah. Um Tiff, Tiffany, you have an eye for new talent, emerging talent. I've remembered you. I I think you I think I even saw a tweet from you today that talked about how exciting oh. it is when you get that gut feeling when you just know that there's a new artist coming and you've heard some new music and obviously Camille, you write music. So I wanted to ask you guys if uh my brother who is grown now, but I just want to ask you if you feel the emerging talent from these first rap that he ever rapped. So I'm going to rap it to you and you guys just tell me where you would rate that. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Surely where... this is a judgment of your emerging talent I'm then. Scared. No, no, it's my, it's my brother's rap. It's my brother's rap. It's not. It's so, yours, so, isn't it? No, yeah, it's but, not. It's not. But Simon, do you actually want an honest opinion though? Or should we like, yes, are you yes, sure? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, if it's if it's not. My face is too honest anyway. Like. Listen to me. Yeah, yeah. No, Tiffany's face is extremely honest. All right, but all yeah, right. um, okay, so this was his first rap when we were kids. I was going down the road when I saw my mom getting chased by two kids and I said, What do you think you're doing? Leave her alone. I will knock you out and I'll take the throne. Boom. Thoughts. I don't think he'd be getting a Tiffany Cam freestyle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, I thought you, I thought, old school that. I thought you guys were were left speechless by his lyrical. You know what I mean? It just needs I, a little I, bit I of work. The, yeah, it's almost like okay. a poem the way that goes. Yeah, yeah, it needs right, a bit just, of work. Okay, well, we prepared a game for you both called <laughs> "I Am Your Carver." Hey. Oh, now, the, I love this title. The eagle-eared amongst you will know that that is a, a reference from a uh, famous Star Wars film. I am. And so, as two people who have all watched films. We're going to now do a test. All right. We're going to read you phrases yeah. from films, some of the most iconic catchphrases, and the first of you two to buzz in and answer correctly will win the point. Tiffany, your Wi-Fi is at least half an hour behind, so you will lose, but still, <laughs> it's the taking part that counts. Damn. So, Damn. ladies, fingers on the buzzers. Sideman will ask question number one. Okay. All right. Just keep Calvin. How am I buzzing? How do I Go buzz? On. Yeah, that's good. Is it yeah. swimming? Do Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Finding Nemo. One. Okay. Love Dory. Here's question number two. Yeah. No one puts Calva in the Calva. Oh, go on. Yeah, go on, Camille. And no one puts baby in the corner. Correct. Sturdy dancing, one point each. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're going to need a bigger Calva. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What is it? I can't take is this it, seriously. Is it you're going to need a bigger boat? Yes, from yes. Jaws. Ah! These guys are you doing really, Fun really fact, well. I've never right seen Jaws. I never. Either, to be uh, fair. Tiff, you have to watch it. It's so good. <laughs> Classic. Is that another okay. one you'd watch at 4am to fall asleep? Like yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Say hello to my little Calva. Now, I'm going to give that to Tiffany because, you know, her Wi-Fi and that. Friend. Yes, yes, correct. Like you, so now yeah. this is so the tiebreaker. All, right. All right, the next one. Yeah. They may take our lives, but they will never take our Calva. Boop. Boop. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Guess. Freedom? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Uh, well done. You guys well done. were way better at this than I would have been. Is that no, you did fantastic. That is from Braveheart. Yes. Oh, it's nice. time to play our other game, Guess Kazoo. <laughs> Kazoo. <laughs> Woo! 
now in this game, Sideman and I will be listening, well, we'll be pricking up our little ears to listen out for chart toppers that you two will be playing for us on the kazoo. It's now a competition between I and Sideman. So you can decide one at a time what song you want to play and we'll try and guess it. We will start with Camille, songwriter, professional musician. Yeah. Play us a mainstream song on your kazoo and we'll try and guess what it is. Okay, here we go. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Come with me, Lima. Drake Grease. Yeah. You can't actually play with me when it comes to Aubrey because I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You get what I'm saying? Well go done, on, babe. Go, go on, Tiffany. Oh, man, how do I follow up from that? Uh... <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. Is that, is that RD's verse on Buddy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm having a good day today, okay. That was great. Yeah, Camille, Thank your you. turn. All right, here we go. All right. Peaches, Peaches, Justin Bieber. Yeah, that, that is that is my tune. That is man. I love that I song. I wanted to join in, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to win that one so bad. Okay. What, ha- what happened to let the song play for a couple of seconds? Sorry, but yeah. no, but I saw you trying to go for it. <laughs> okay, let's hear your last song, Tiffany. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right. Oh, I know this one. I know it. Lil Nas X. Lil. Uh, call me by your name, Montenero. Yeah. Montero, wow. You get the full title. Is that what it's called? Yes, Montero. it is. Montero. Montero. You know Montero. Montero. <laughs> oh no. Montero. Yeah, no it's so it's a draw then. So it's a draw. Nice. Look at you. Look at you. Excited. Relax. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Guess Kazoo. Camille, I wanted to ask you, how does it feel to kind of like be making more of your own music? And what's that process like in terms of being somebody that's made such chart-topping bangers for other people? Is there pressure? Oh that my comes gosh, with that? there's so much pressure. I'm so shook. Like most of the time I wake up just shook. I wake up like in a cold sweat because it's a lot of pressure, but I am enjoying myself. I love making music, so I'm just going to enjoy it. And be no. shook at the same time. Yes, that that's. I'm always a fan of that. I'm always a fan of that. Yeah. Um, I, and and I want like being shook don't mean that you can't. Mm. And I, I wanted to ask both of you in terms of body, um, and what it's doing in the charts right now. It's been so successful. I wanted to ask you guys, as somebody that Tiffany, you know, you look out for new music. You say when you get a gut feeling, and of course, Camille, this is what you do. You make you write bangers, right? If you had heard that song, would you have known? No. I think anyone that says yes is lying. I know, <laughs> oh, I say yes because of the beat. Yeah, th- but this is the thing. There are so many things that come into play that I knew it would be big. But yeah, me too. It's, it's still, to me anyway, it's still such a new thing for rap, especially, unless it's yes. an album, because that's been quite consistent, two charts yeah. so, so high. Yeah. Um, and the fact, that, you know, it was the first drill song to go number one. Yeah. So exactly. I don't think anyone's calling it. Like they will be lying if they say they were. But I that's love what the makes unexpected it great. ones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, as you said, there's so many elements that come into play when it comes to, you know, the TikTok challenge of it all. Yeah. And then oh just God, the... Yeah. Exactly. These guys, they, they just know the right names to use. Like, maybe if we use some other names, maybe if it was Adiola, yeah. maybe if it was Monica, it wouldn't work. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like how the Adiolas do, inside. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, how do you... How do they know which name works? Adiola. He literally got four syllables. Yeah, Fiona. Like, yeah. Right, that, the, the hook. I'm trying to remember from the recording of him doing it no and that's the question I was going to ask you next you know he, he uh, Tian did a recording of it and he was like before he had put the words in it he kind of like mimed hummed it or hummed it, it. Yeah. he's like yeah. and a hen and a hen and so I wanted to ask Camille do you write like that that's exactly how I write I think I think he should release that have you seen that he's released a new version with Jack Harlow yes yeah the, the, the I'm US, going for it the US remix yeah 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 and I'm just waiting for... and another one and another yes. one and another one going. I'm just sitting by my phone waiting for the call for the Birmingham remix, but I haven't um <laughs> I haven't received that call yet, but hopefully. Sadman, <laughs> do you know what? About? That is exactly how though we write in the studio. Like mm. that's exactly how it goes. You just vibe it out and then afterwards you'll hear a lyric in there somewhere as well, usually. Yes. And then you just go from there. Do you feel silly when you're doing that at first? Yeah, especially if I'm in a room full of people. Like I remember when I was working with Hedy and I was doing that on the mic and all him and his friends were like looking at me like I was mad. <laughs> mm. Little did they know. Little did they know. We got ain't it different. It's it's a vibe. Do you know what wow. I mean? But that yeah, it is it can be embarrassing sometimes in the studio, I'm not gonna lie. So obviously so many people are saying that TikTok has become a very instrumental part of marketing a song. Mm-hmm. But as a writer, how does it feel not only to be writing to you know, create a masterpiece, but also writing to impress billions of children across the world <laughs> on an app. Like, I how actually do you, think is it's that not easier. Stressful? No, it's easy because if you think about it with TikTok songs, they just want something fun and interesting. And usually they want a challenge to go with it. Like I put out my song Mirror Mirror and it went to number one on UK Top 50 on TikTok just through a dance. Wow. So it's like, it's just more fun as a writer. I feel like it's even more just, you can just do whatever you want and make it super catchy and Yeah. But do you think that if everyone is thinking, okay, be catchy, be cool, have fun, <laughs> we're going to lose... That's been the music industry for years. <laughs> mm. I, I think, I think it was the stage prior to. So, like, I think that artists, there was a time when artists was writing imagining how am I going to perform this? What's going to be the drop the mic, drop the beat yeah. moment and then let the crowd say, it. I think TikTok is the new version of that. Mm-hmm. What's the TikTok challenge TikTok. that can come out of but this? But the thing is, the, the more you try and like plan and think about TikTok, you can never understand it. That's the one thing about yeah. it. Like anything can be big on TikTok and it's so hard to know. I beast. can't, I oh. literally don't know how to use TikTok to save my life. Yeah. But what yeah. I will say is, I do think it's so interesting the way People will be like, oh, TikTok's ruining music and all of this stuff. When, to me, even if you look at 20 years ago, like the the pop records, just because it wasn't the people choosing it necessarily, which is what TikTok is, it's, it's mm-hmm. mass yeah. amounts of people. It's the same with streaming. Like it's yeah. people yeah. choosing what charts and what, yes. which is changing the, the infrastructure of the music business. Exactly. But whereas before it was more so the major labels or the these places that had yes. the power to be like, right, well, let's make a pop record that goes like this and you're yes. going to say, do, 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 and then everyone's going to repeat it. But now people can just make something and then it can catch on because it's it's simple and it's catchy and, yeah, it's a good vibe so and you can do a, do a little, what's, the, what's my favourite one, that one? That oh, thing. my God, the dolphin. Oh, yeah, the, the dune bug, yeah. no? This is the dune bug or something. I have no idea. I'm trying to learn it, the Corvette dance. That's how 
Oh, oh my god, that was two so years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my god, Tiffany, you might as well be learning. Might as well be learning the Macarena. That's what I mean, I know, I know. I know that um, you've spoken a lot, or I've, I've dealt with uh, you know mental health in the music industry and talked about that yeah. a lot of times, and and you know that's something that I think should definitely get spoken about more. Where where does the passion and the unction to do that come from? I think I've, I mean I've been working in and around music since I was about sixteen. Like I've just always been you know whether it was blogging or interviewing people for for websites or reviewing things or and you know i've i've made friends or i've connected with people and i think it's especially within the creative world i think it's quite a difficult thing to talk about or to like get help for because you oftentimes feel helpless or like it's a bit of a burden um, and you kind of just have to put a game face on and carry on. And, and I've come across a lot of people that relate to things I've gone through or whether it's, you know, feeling the burnout. I used to burn myself out so much. I used to, you know, basically I had insomnia and I was like super anxious, like very depressed. And I just didn't know that it was a normal, well, it wasn't normal what I was doing, but you're, you're kind of taught to think it's normal and you just have to kind of carry on. And I've connected with a lot of musicians who, especially when they're breaking through, go through a lot and they just don't deal with it. So we've had conversations and it's sad to me that it's always a quiet thing or a quiet conversation when it's as, as soon as I'm like, that happened to me as well. Or like, yeah, they'll just text, it becomes fine. It's like, a, it's not a shared problem, but it's a, uh, it's a common thread between us where it's almost yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, nice to feel understood. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I I definitely just want to push, especially within rap, if, if I'm honest. Yes. Um, yes. I want to push for mental health awareness because it's something that isn't spoken about mm, very much at all. And people aren't necessarily ready to feel vulnerable um, mm. when it's it's completely fine there's a, a a group called lvrn from america um and they look after black and summer walker and a, a, a bunch of amazing artists and what they've managed to do within i think it's interscope like they've managed mm. to bring in a mental health division and it's something that in many conversations i've i've been having behind the scenes it's something I think so fundamental, especially with development artists. Like yeah. from, yes. from early, you can't wait until there's a problem in the future and yes. then try and force it on them. Exactly. Like, do you, know, yes. do you know what I mean? So you just have to bring it in from, from the jump and let them know there is support there that maybe is outside of, the, if there's an issue, they can talk to somebody outside of everything and it's, it's safe and it's fine and it's normal. Because as soon as it gets to that place of, you know, oh, there's so much pressure on them. They've been signed for X amount of money and they they need to get another number one or a num another number five. And there's all of that. And you're like, oh, you're acting a bit weird. Like, let's yeah. get you therapy. It's a different conversation. So it is. It is. it's just it's just better to provide it from the, ju the jump. I agree. Pre sure. Prevention totally agree. is better than cure. Exactly. Sure. I totally agree. But I think it's a really great thing that, you know, even just having both of you on today, Tiffany, Camille, obviously very conscious of it um, and the people that you come into contact with. Yeah. If you're, you know, with that mindset that you have, hopefully the right kind 
of attitude towards mental health spreads from one person to another. Oh my gosh. So, you know, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a little bit of closure there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so before we wrap up, um, it might be nice to just to sort of look forwards, you know, to look into the future. What's, uh, what's next on the agenda for, you know, for, for both of you in terms of, you know, what's coming up? Oh my gosh. Well, for me, do you know what? Loads more releases and loads more songs from other artists I'm excited about. And yeah, just loads of music. Mm-hmm. Loads and loads of music. Go on, Tiffany. Uh, you know, still got the rap show. We'll be there yep. every Saturday, 9 to 11 p.m. Radio 1 and 1 Extra. Thank you. Hey. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that you will hear about very, very soon. But I can say that I am working on a mixtape at the minute. Which oh, sick. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Now, that I'm not being rapping, said- don't worry. I know your brother can't be on it. <laughs> well, you've, you've ruined my question now. But anyway, I would be remiss if I didn't say this. Listen, tell Drake to drop Certified Lover Boy. I'm angry, okay? Oh, you, it's true. you cannot you cannot call an album Certified Lover Boy truly making me feel like you're finally going to delve into the moist fountain that I need to cry <laughs> over to cry over my ex properly, okay? Until that happens, I can't cry over. I can't grieve without this album, okay? Something so, something tells me it is right up that street for cool. you. Because, because, because that man has had that heart-shaped trim for nine months I now. Know, release I know, I know. the album. He has released the album. It hurts. It physically hurts. We when I think he's got much longer. Come on, let's yeah. let's be positive. Every time I see him post and it's not the album, I literally cry a little bit inside. I know. I'm enjo- I'm here for the Adonis content though. Adonis at oh, the, uh, so at the Billboard Awards. That was so cute. Good. That was yeah, so yeah. cute. Yeah. Well, speaking right. speaking of Adonis, another thing. That is Adon is this podcast. <laughs> oh man, yeah, oh, my god, that was exceptional. <laughs> my life oh, so that was still elite. Still that was that. the most elite segue you've ever done. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, Tiffany, Camille, thank you so much for thank joining us so on the Brits Top Table podcast with Mastercard. I have been Munya. I have been Sideman. And this has been the Brits Top Table podcast with Mastercard. Woo! Hey. Woo! Hey.